Bates and Anna in the day. <laughs> nice one. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just looking at Susanna's outline. These are great. Hold on. That should be the name. Damn spread. <laughs> that should be the title of our podcast. <laughs> if we were still a food podcast, that's need to be what it's called. Hi, I'm Susanna. And I'm Hazel. And this is Substitute for Wit at Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey Podcast. Oh my god, that was so bad. So um, this is episode four. Lots of stuff happens this episode, but this is a big thing for us because we're recording remotely. Um, yeah. It got a little bit, even though we live fairly nearby, it got a little bit unreasonable to just keep driving back and forth. Yeah. Also, also the fact that we had to do it outside didn't um, work. Yeah. Because everybody just chose those Mondays to mow their lawn. Yeah, yeah. And also it was unpredictable for you guys. Why is my mom calling me? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> That's weird. Wait, she's not calling me on my phone. She's calling me on my computer. Um, Wait, you can call. I can answer the call on my phone. Hold on, what's going on? Um, oh, I'm getting a phone. Oh, that's pretty exciting. Wait, no, we're not gonna. <laughs> if um my phone wasn't muted, you'd hear um my ringtone, which is the Donkey Kong theme song. <laughs> Do you have the wrong computer or something? No, I just have dad's computer and you know you can like pick up calls on your computer now. Yeah. If you have an Apple computer. Anywho, lots of stuff happening. I have a Chromebook. We are recording re- remotely also in two weeks. Um, I'm going away for three weeks. Right. Fun. Should I have just, like, watched, like, three episodes? I mean, I'm really okay. Oh, no, no, no. Well, oh, we can... Oh, we can do it remotely! Exactly. Oh. Wow. Um, I have some snack announcements. Ooh. Anyone wants to hear them? I would like to hear them. I just mixed lemonade and raspberry lime seltzer, and it is the most amazing thing ever. That sounds really good, actually. Like, not actually, but it, like, sounds really good. And I bet it would taste even better. Now I want food. I might get potato chips. I might get up in the middle of this to get, like, potato chips. Or That's fine. Since quarantine, like, our snack supply of, like, good snacks has gone down. Like, we don't have any goods. We just have, like pretzels and like pretzels are okay when you have them once in a while but they're pretty bland when you have them a lot because our stock of good snacks has gone up because now my parents are are sympathetic towards us right that happened in the beginning and my mom got like chocolate milk and like oreos and stuff and then i think we ate too much of them or something and now we're not getting any and it's really sad We used to just have these like hippie gluten free lentil crisps. <laughs> that was literally it. Oh, I like and those. Like, have me and my mom are both obsessed with these um, 
rosemary potato chips. Mm-hmm. They're amazing. They could be my only shout out if um, folklore does not exist, which we're going to talk about. Um, everything okay? Yes. I'm trying to figure out how this mic works. Because there's a knobby thing on the back. That I'm the knobby thing on the back, um, if you turn it, then it, start, then it stops being able to move up and down. I gave Hazel the mic I normally use for this. And I'm using the mic that she normally uses because it's also my dad's mic. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a different mic than the one I usually use. The one I usually use. No, um, it's the same mic, Hazel. No, the one I usually use is Square. It's like a podcast. Like, you know, when you look up. You know, that's, like, Mike, that used to be my. Really? Yeah, it was square. Anyways, um, should we talk about this episode? Hold on, let me find my outline. Um, my outline. Okay. Oh, the outline. Oh, 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 my God, my deep dive. Oh, my God, my deep dive. Okay, should we just provide, like, a summary of this episode? That might be good. Sure. Basically, money, swivel chairs. Swivel chairs. Woo! Matthew. Uh, I thought this was Mr. Hatworthy. Um, montages. William, Daisy, Thomas, Love Triangle. But not really, because Thomas is gay and is not in love with Willow. That's not great. Um, Isabel hands you Violet's awesome. Branson pants. Pants? Did you say? Pants. Pants. <laughs> I forget why that's a thing. I forget why that's a thing. Why was that a thing? We were on a Zoom, like, back when we did Zooms every week at the beginning of the quarantine. Right. And oh, the manuscript. We said pants. We said pants, and the um, bottom thing was, like, pants in all capitals. Um, Mary and Matthew and... Okay, there's a tangent I need to go on. Mm. I'll wait for that. That's my summary. Let's go. Okay, can I, can I do my deep dive? Can I do my deep dive? Go ahead. All right. I know you're not gonna have a okay. I I know you don't have a. a uh, I know you will, like haven't talked at all this episode, but I'm really excited about this deep dive. So wait, wait, wait. First of all, is it about the fair? In it's general? the fair in general. Okay. So, then continue. I just like to say the subtitle for this section was "I did a pretty crazy deep dive that I'd like to share here." It involves a certain cult leader. Something called parrot astrology and flea bag. And that's all true. Let me find my notes. Mm. That was not what I wanted. Do I even have my notes up? Oh no. Hold on. Docs. Okay. So you might notice that the one of the first shots of the episode is zooming in on a poster of the fair. Took me a while. But I managed to write down everything this poster says. Ready? Okay. Downton Fair. Notice, this fair will be held this year on Thursday, May 29th 
and Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in Church View, where they will do the following am amusements. Fortune teller, coconut shower and hoopla stalls, find the lady, helter skelter, and other various am amusements. Obviously, I deep dived on all of these. Wait, there's not going to be any, like, big zipper rides or anything? Get flying Hazel. Mm. Okay. Number one, fortune telling. It is defined as the practice of predicting information about a per person's life. It is, according to the uh, sacred texts of Judaism, Christianity, and Islam, um, it's prohibited. Some terms for a fortune teller include crystal gazer, seer, soothsayer, soothsayer, sibyl, sibyl, clairvoyant, hmm. and prophet. Um, and then there's also one that I don't know how to pronounce because it's either spawoof or spaywife. So, okay. I wrote down every noted method of, I wrote down every noted method of fortune telling on the Wikipedia article. Are you ready? There are some pretty weird ones. Okay. Electriomancy by observation of a rooster pecking at grain. Astrology by the movements of celestial bodies. Astromancy by the stars. Augury by the flight of birds. Bosi or four pillars by hour, day, month, and year of birth. Bibliomancy by books, frequently but not always religious texts. Cardomancy by playing cards, tarot cards, or oracle cards. Seromancy by patterns in melting or dripping wax. Chiromancy, by the shape of the hands and lines of the clock. Chronomancy, by determination of lucky and unlucky days. Clairvoyance, by spiritual vision or inner sight. Cleromancy, by casting of lots or casting bones or stones. Cold reading, by using visual or oral clues. Crystal crystallomancy, by crystal ball also called scrying. I do not know how to pronounce this one. It's E-X-T-I-S-P-I-C-Y, and it is by the entrails of animals. Wait, why are you telling, wait, why are you telling me this? What is this? Seriously, these are all the different ways of fortune telling. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Entrails of animals. Face reading by means of variations in face and head shape. Feng Shui by Earth and Harmony. Gastomancy by stomach-based ventriloquism, historically. That's what? really creepy. I don't like that. Stomach-based stomach ventriloquism? Hold what up. does that mean? It means controlling your stomach? What? Wait. Gastromancy. Hold on. I'm going to look this up. It is a method of divination by use of stomach sounds to represent... The voice of the dead. Oh, God. Good Lord. Right? What, what is wrong with humans? Is what that is, an actual thing? It's a thing. It's a, not now. It was ancient Greek, I think. No. It's not. It's still a thing. It is uh, that, still a thing. Listening to people's gurgling stomachs to see if they can hear people being like, I'm dead. I want to reap your soul and take your children. Whatever. Um, 
Why do they think you're gonna hear? Blah, 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 blah. Or just like what? What? It also, it also can refer to divination by noting magical vil- visions in large-bellied glasses. It is sometimes described as a technique where a child is placed in front of a glass filled with water. The images in the glass were then interpretive. Interpreted. Great. That's creepy. Let's move on. No, that's not creepy at all. Let's continue. Geomancy, by markings in the ground, sand, earth, or soil. Haruspa. I can't pronounce these, but it's H-A-R-U-S-P-I-C-Y, and it's by the livers of sacrificed animals. Nope, we're not going to talk about that either. Animals. Um, Horarius astrology, the astrology of the time the question was asked. Hydromancy, by water. I Ching divination, by by yarrow stalks or coins in the I Ching. Kaosim? I don't know how to pronounce that. It's K-O-U-C-I-M. And it's by numbered bamboo sticks shaken from a tube. Lithomancy, by stones or gems. Naivology? Naivology? N-A-E-V-I-O-L-O-G-Y. By mole scars or other bodily marks. Necromancy, by the dead or by spirits or souls of the dead. Nephelomancy by shapes of clouds, numerology by numbers, oneromancy by dreams, onomancy by names, palmistry, parrot astrology by parakeets picking up fortune cards, paper fortune teller, origami used in fortune telling games, pendulum reading by the movements of a suspended object, hydromancy by gazing into fire, divination by runes, Scrying by looking in at or into reflection, in, scrying by looking at or into reflective objects. Spirit board by planchette or talking board. Tarotomancy by a form of cardomancy using tarot cards. Tassiography or tassiography. You have to read all of these. It's over, Hazel. Okay. Hold on. Wait. So why did we read those? Uh, because there's fortune telling at the fair. And that's what you did your deep dive on. No, that's what I did part of my deep dive on, Hazel. Uh-oh. We move on. I just got like an evil glint in my eyes. Okay. Coconut shy. Another thing noted on the poster. Uh-oh. It's, this is shorter. Don't worry. All the other ones are shorter. It's played by throwing wooden balls at a row of coconuts balanced on posts. Oh, we saw Matthew and Mary doing that. Yes. A typical prize is any coconut one dislodges. Other prizes may be one as well. Besides the down reference, I mean, wait, hold on. Who wants a coconut that they knock off of a stick? Is that a proper prize for knocking a coconut off of a stick? A any coconut? Your prize if you knock off the coconut is the coconut. Besides the down of rewarding. Yeah. Besides the Downton reference, the game is mentioned in short stories, songs, and television shows such as Fleabag. Okay. The next is Hoopla Stalls. Oh, we see Mrs. Crawley. Wait. Not Not Mrs. Crawley. Crawley, Mrs. Hughes. Hughes. That we see Mrs. Hughes and Joe Burns play. It's a pretty basic hoop throwing in which one attempts to throw ranks around prizes atop bases or blocks 
One wins the prize they managed to get a hoop around. Find the lady. I wasn't entirely sure what they're referring to here, but I'm pretty sure they're talking about, okay, this is a new section, by the way, find the lady. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they're talking about a card game slash con, commonly known as three card Monty. This game involves a lot of like things. Raggedy Ann? What? Like Raggedy Ann? No, three card Monty. Oh. Um, the game involves a lot of things, but like I'm Raggedy exhausted. Ann. Sorry. <laughs> a lot of things, but I'm exhausted, and you should go check the Wikipedia page yourself. Oh no, it's not yourself. You're slap. I think I run very late at night. Great. Um, and then here's an interesting deep dive. Um, Helter Skelter, also noted on the poster. Are you taking a picture of me, Hazel? No. <laughs> I want more chocolate. You want your chocolate? Sorry. Let me finish my deep dive. Okay. I'm very interested. I'm also very tired because I had to wake up on a schedule three days in a row. And so I'm kind of just like. Oh, oh no. She couldn't wake up at noon. No. They, they made me wake up at 9.30. I woke up at 7. Okay, well, you usually do. I wake up at, like, 11. Because I'm not on the sleeping schedule. 1.30 a.m., Hazel. So don't beat yourself up. I'm really tired. I've had a much more productive get- day and much less sleep than you. Actually, what I don't do you mean you had more of a productive day? I went to camp, and I made a lot of things. Great. I'm writing a newsletter read by the head editor at Algonquin Books, Hazel. Well, it's not as interesting as learning. Do you know who read it and loved it? The guy who wrote Downton Abbey recaps for the New York Times. Okay, well, he's not us. We're better than him, probably not. Wait, yes, we are. We're very biased towards ourselves. Very biased towards ourselves. Can I finish this deep dive? Yes, okay, continue. Okay, so now we have Helter Skelter. This is the large tower with a side around with a slide around it that can be seen throughout the fair scenes. Hazel is now um shoving a paper clip. Two paper clips. Can you focus for a moment? I am focusing. I'm just putting this around the camera. This is disrespectful, Hazel. Yes. I worked really hard on this. I know, and I'm paying attention. I'm just going like this. Okay. Other names for the ride are Canadian Slide, Alpine Glide, Glide, Lighthouse Slip, Slipping the Slip, and Glacier Slip. Okay, do you want to hear something very interesting? This yes. is about Mark Manson, Hazel. Okay, continue. We don't want to record, we just don't have to. I want to. Okay, I'll put this down. So, Helter Skelter, do you know the Beatles song, Helter Skelter? Well, inspired a Beatles song, which inspired a scenario envisioned by Charles Manson, which inspired three murders, which inspired a nonfiction book. Inspired Um, three murders. Three murders, yes. Uh, Do you know who Charles Manson is? Yeah. He's a cult leader and serial killer. Oh, cool. Um, so he had this idea, he had this vision. It was really weird, but it, it, it's just basically racial apocalyptic war, and he would come out on top. 
Um, this guy and then he, a real charmer already. And then he like killed three people to start it off. Um, right. I just like to tell a story. The way I found out about Charles Manson, like who he was. So I have to pedal back for a moment. Me and Hazel and our friend Will. Mm-hmm. Were briefly and maybe still, it's very confusing right now. But in a band. Um, yeah. And me and my friend Will carpooled to Hazel's house. This was way before any of this. Any of this. Right. So, um, y'all know what we're talking about. Yeah. God, um, I said y'all. I'm so sorry. Yes, Hazel. You, <laughs> yes, Hazel, you are in the Northeast. Um, no, but... Wouldn't that be the West? Yeah, that would be the South. Yes, thank you. Um... So I was carpooling home with my friend Will. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember how it started, but he was just like, do you want to know about Charles Manson? And then we looked at his Wikipedia page for like an hour. What? Home from your house. That, that was fun. Anyways, do you want to talk about um, this episode? I do. What's our first section? Okay, so... Is that was that just the fair in general? Now we're mm-hmm. going to talk about money problems, money problems, and Matthew. Money problems, money, money problems, problems, and Matthew. Matthew. Um, Usually, oh, your no, timing no, would be. I've just been but... okay, we're going to have a torturing the redheads part two. We have a torturing the redheads part two. So there's this whole financial thing that we're talking about in the first episode, in the second episode, in the third episode. Now they're still talking about it. Woo! I have a feeling that this might be part of the main plot, Susanna. (laughs) Violet thinks that Matthew might be able to look into the details of the agreement and see if Mary can get the money. Long story short, she can't. Um, do you want any notes on this? Do you have any notes on this? I think I had some notes on this. Go on, Hazel, notes. Okay, my notes? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're talking about money, money, problems, and Matthew. Oh, money, problems, money, problems, and Matthew. Okay, so I can talk about any of this in this genre. Okay, well, first things I like to talk about. This might not be part of this, but I got some very, uh, in my notes, we have Mr. Bates, the redhead maid that I forget her name. Can you remind me? Gwen. Gwen. Thank you. Wait for miscellaneous to talk about this. Hold on, Hazel. I want to know what you're saying, but just give me a moment, okay? okay? So, Violet comes to visit Matthew at his job. At his job? A chug, a job, um, and the swivel chair. Mm-hmm. The, okay, the screenshot I just sent Hazel was the face Dan Stevens, he plays Matthew, the face he makes when Violet walks into the room. He's supposed to be surprised that she's not Cora. It's really weird. Hazel's not like looking at texts or something. No, I'm looking at the photo you sent me. I'm. It's really incredible. Do you want to talk about the swivel chair? The swivel chair. Yes, I probably have some notes on this. 
So, my notes are, wow, what is Violet doing in Matthew's house? That's my only note. But on the swivel chair um, topic, I laughed. Oh, I said, lol, Violet almost falls out of the swivel chair. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure she turns to leave and the thing turns with her and is like, ah, bah, bah, bah. So. I wrote the iconic Violet, Violet swivel chair battle. It never ends. Um, she's like, okay. he created, she's like, he created this. Most of mine, okay, What's Violet. Name? Um, Matthew's like, Thomas Jefferson. And I was like, wait, really? And I, I forgot that it was British for a second. She was like, ugh, Americans. And I was like, okay. That's right. Okay, we're going to put um, just a note. We're going to put the whole Daisy Thomas thing in miscellaneous. Mm-hmm. I forgot to make a section for them. Very sorry. Um, God, Suzanne, I can't believe you would do that. Yeah, I know. I'm horrible. Anyways, um, okay, let's see. Um, so it turns out Mary's not going to get the money. Okay, wait, I had a great note on this. Um, it sort of talks about our... A later section, which is, and now he's looking adoringly at Mary again. But, um, okay, hold on. It's here somewhere. Mm, can I just talk about? Oh, okay, hold on, hold on. Out on the line, Cora and Violet are like back to their scheming. They're like, so what can we do to give my daughter the money? Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> money, 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 money. Money problems, you know. Mm-hmm. And then they're talking, drinking tea on the lawn, like, overlooking the house. I don't know why anybody would just want to stare at their house, but I guess if it's like a giant castle. But, like, you live in it. Why would you want to stare at it? Like, what's the point of that? I could talk about this for more, but. It's like sitting around in your yard. I'm just like sitting in your yard looking up at your house, like, ah, oh, house. There's drinking tea. Sitting on the lawn, and they're talking about, like, but who will she marry? Yada, yada, yada. And then Maggie Smith goes, and I think I know. Smile. She smiles for like the first time in the entire show. She goes, just the man. Stop, stop for a moment. She thinks she knows just the man to look into the entail, not to marry Mary. Okay, okay. Well, I. They were already discussed marrying Mary, don't worry. Um, so my, my note on the outcome of, but I can actually smile. It's awesome. Mary won't get the money is Matthews looked into the entail challenge. I'm going to start over. Matthews looked into the entail challenging great matter. He's getting the money. No way around it. But if he gets his way, Mary will be countess. All right. Mm hmm. Yes, okay. Uh, I'm going to announce it, as I do. <clears throat> Torturing the Redheads part the second. Part two. The second. Part two. Let me just say, a uh, shout out to Ski Bus this year. Toy Story this... Oh, sorry. Pet Story the second. You know what I'm talking about. You know who you are. Okay. Torturing the Redheads, the second. Um, so Gwen gets 
she's like excited for her job interview because she's like, yay, I can finally do something fun that I want to do for my job instead of being in service, which is boring and sucks, man. Um, let me look at my notes on this. Um, <laughs> okay, so... Okay, I can't find my notes right now. But she gets excited and Sybil's like, oh, yay, woo! And they've like... Yes. Gwen is like keeping Sybil updated on it. She's like, oh, they want me to like appear in this they want me oh thank words they want me to go to a into a job interview so that i can apply or whatever right wow today is just not a day for words i almost said today is not a word for day so <laughs> that is the type of day it is is it yes oh you deleted stuff didn't you no, I didn't. Hold on. Okay. Oh, I just shared the doc for you. So if you go and share it with me. Um, I I can see that you're here. Okay, hold on. Um, we also. Oh, what color am I? What color is my pointer thing? Pew, pew. Ah, no, I can't put that quite. Wait, yet. what color is my thing? Your pink is all. But you're pink. Great. <sighs> okay. Um, so Gwen is really excited, and then Sybil comes up because we find out later that she buys this dress with pants attached. It's complicated. But uh, I can't talk. <sighs> but she gets another letter that's like hey psych we found somebody else you're not needed no need to come um no, no. anyways they send her a letter and she's like Ugh. so that was torturing the redheads um what's her name edith doesn't really play a role and her hair is red in the terms that mine is red. So it's kind of, hers is more blonde than red. And mine, to people, people think that it's more orange than red. I just like saying that it's red. But people insist on calling my hair orange. Which, you know, it's not my favorite. But it's like, okay. It's their view on my hair and it's fine. But we're just going to go with ginger. Um... I could rant about this if we were anywhere else and not being recorded. So, Susanna, permission to move on to Molesley's hands and Violet's chuckle? Hold on. All right, yes. Molesley's hands and Violet's... No, oh, I never said anything about torturing the redheads. Excuse me. Well, um, you were, like, typing funny things the entire time. All right, yeah. Okay, the only note I had on torturing the redheads is... Um... Okay, sorry, my... I 
My notes are very dense. Um, I think it was like the friendship between. So it's Gwen and her job interview doing some stuff. Friendship between Swibble. What? The friendship between Sybil and Gwen is the best, is what I said. So cute. It's so cute. I wish I had a friendship like that. Like, I love all of my friendships, but I want, like, a friend that's just like, Hey, look at what I got. Oh, my goodness. That's so great. Want to eat some chocolates and write in our diaries and be like, oh, ho, ho, ho. Um, Basically, you wish you were a stereotypical British 1900s friend. (laughs) (laughs) Want to drink some tea? Hazel's British accents are like a highlight of this show. No, that's, drink- that, 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 that's my bad British accent. That's not my real British accent. Whoa. My voice just vibrated inside my head. It was not comfortable. Okay. You ready to most of hands without circle? Oh, well. Okay. So we're moving on to Mosley's hands and Violet's chuckle. Indeed. I said violate. <sighs> okay, violet. Truckle. Okay, so Mosley's hands. Oh, read the subtitle. Really read the subtitle. Read the okay. subtitle. Uh, Erisipolis? Is that how you pronounce it? Erisipolis. or simply, or simple rue allergy. I guess we'll never know. Oh, wait, never mind. Violet's awesome. It's the Rue thing. Bam! <laughs> I can't talk to I'm being really cringy, and people are going to listen to this and be like, is she, like, having a stroke or something? Like, is she okay? She's just going, bam! Like, is she, like, like, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I have to. (laughs) Okay. So. Oh, wait, never mind. Violet's awesome. It's the Rue thing. Okay. So, Mosley's hands are red and swollen and have like yellowish, like hollow bumps that look like weird, gross warts all over them. So, this is about the third grossest thing it's not like every episode has a gross thing it looks like but this isn't the grossest of them the grossest of them is probably when the guy coughs up like weird chunky blood (laughs) (laughs) i think we should call this episode weird chunky blood yeah weird chunky blood that's what it is it was like weird and chunky it was gross it was gross and he like he was like And then it was weird, chunky blood. And it was in, like, a clump together. It wasn't, like, blood. It was, like, ugh, sorry. I just, I, it's uncomfortable to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I'm really, I really can't do anything. To- <laughs> okay, um, so his hands are gross. We've talked, yes, we have said that they are. And at first, Mumser Pants uh, diagnoses it as Aries Aries Bliss. Bliss. Susanna, did you 
look into what that is or fired sorry you did not look into what it is did you no i was like oh my god did hazel put some effort into this thing no i thought you (laughs) i can look it up right now no no don't we don't have too much time i would but i thought like before you probably already did it because you looked into like the heart cardiac whatever thing Oh, I did pericardial yeah, sac. So I was like, oh, she seems interested in the thing. Maybe she'll look into that too. Huh. You didn't. Oh, well. Um, I would have, if I knew that you didn't do it, I just thought that you've like watched this so much. You've done so many deep dives on like the randomest things that you would have done that. But that's not me not doing effort. That's okay. We'll talk about this later. Um, I listened to a podcast that said it was a pig disease. Hmm. It was a podcast by veterinarians about John Finale. Interesting, right? Yeah, that is really weird. It was okay. a great podcast. Much better than this one. Yeah. Anyways, Violet's like, huh, let me see. And then she's like, and you've been doing this and this? Yes, it's a rue allergy. The real this allergy. is crawly. <laughs> no, then she just leaves me. It's like, oh, 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 oh. She goes, no, she goes, oh. kind of, you know. I have a poster of her up on my wall right now. It's right there. It's great. Right, let me go on to the. Can you turn the camera so I can see? No, because it's a quote that you don't. It's a quote that you don't know. Yeah. Ugh. I'm not gonna spoil it for you. Ah. Will it really give anything away though? Yes. Okay. You can tell when I switch between tabs because when I go to the outline, my whole face glows. And then when I go back to this, I'm like, yep. <laughs> Am I not made of pure light? Excuse me. Um, all right. Should we move on to our next section? Um, okay, so Bates and Anna and the damn nice spread. This was um, named after one of Hazel's notes. This is one of my <laughs> notes. That's me going, whoa! Okay, so basically... Um, okay. Basically, Anna... Anna, Anna, I never know how to pronounce this. I'm pretty sure it's Anna. Anna, Anna? Um, it's Anna, yes. Okay. Um, she gets sick with a cold and she's in bed, and Mr. Bates is like, Oh, the love of my life is sick. But they're not dating yet. Or they're not married yet. So we're just gonna predict that they're going to be a thing in the future and just continue. So he cooks up this beautiful thing, and there's like a little. My notes. The notes are pretty good. I'm gonna have to read the notes. Um. Oh, as my baits. Um. Okay. I just said my baits. Oh God. Oh God. What's wrong with me? Okay. So my notes. Um. Are ah, oh, Mr. Bates is here for Anna. Um, so you go, wait, so at night, the female workers from the downstairs are stuck in the corridor? Because she's like, I'm not supposed to open the corridor. Only, um, uh, well, Mrs. Hughes is allowed to do that. Well, they're, I'm like, wait, they're stuck in the corridor. 
Like, that seems like a fire hazard. Like, imagine there's a fire outside, and they're trapped in a corridor and will be burned to death. Well, if there's a fire in redheads, I know. Um, fire, they can open the door. Yeah. I mean, they can, but, like, still, I'm just saying, if maybe she found out, she's like, you looked in here! Whatever. Um... So, I go, ah, he brought her food! And dang! Nice spread. Okay. And then in parentheses, flowery, nice touch at, at Mr. Bates. <laughs> um, Sorry, I'm just marking what I need to talk And then about my first. next one is, haha, she started talking and went, shh! I was like, it's so freaking romantic! So, um... Yeah, I kind of freaked out when she was like, wait, but I don't think I... And he goes, shh, hush, child. No, he doesn't say hush, child. But it's, like, very romantic and cute. And the fact that they aren't married yet upsets me. Um, and then I realized it's like he's repaying her for when she brought food up to his room when he got fired for a day. Uh, day nice observations. Thank you. Um, so when he was fired because O'Brien was um, being an ass, <clears throat> he uh, was like crying in his room or whatever. And Anna puts together his whole meal and brings it up to his room. And she's like, I thought you would want food or whatever. And so it now it's kind of like he's repaying her with he, he, like, the food that he's giving her. So, that's my observation. And then, my other observation is that her nightgown's really pretty. Her nightgown's very pretty. Honestly, I kind of like it more than Cora's. Like, hers looks really uncomfortable, but Anna's, it's, like, cute and, like, lacy. Like one very 1930s or whatever. But 1910s, Hazel, God. Very 1910s or whatever. Am I the only uninformed person in the world? Yes. Thank you. All right. Should we move on to the next section? Yes. It is uh, called. Ev- oh no! You're you're everything. Sorry. My foot. I everything. Don't... My foot. Um, which this is William and Thomas, William. and that not quite love triangle. So this plot line just annoyed me. Just saying. Yeah, Annoying. it definitely did. Like. Obviously, uh, William likes Daisy. So, obviously, William likes Daisy. It's pretty obvious, because Thomas, for some reason, starts flirting with Daisy. For some weird reason. Maybe it's, like, annoy or hurt William for some reason. It's beyond my knowledge why he would flirt with the 12-year-old girl at... Um, it's like 17. I mean, it's not that big of an age difference, but it's kind of gross to modern day people. But he's flirting with her, and he's gay. So, there's a bit of an issue there. <laughs> I think he might be um, like 15. Yeah, I don't know. It, there's a bit of an issue. Um, not even that she's young, I mean, she's most likely, like, 15, he's 17, which isn't that bad. But, like, 
Um, yep. Um, I am. There's the one going downstairs because that the internet hurt. router. Okay. So William okay. likes Daisy, and for, and then Thomas is like, I don't know why he's trying to hurt William, but he is. And then William's sad, and, but William. Do you mind if I podcast with Thomas? Thomas? I don't know. Yeah. Otherwise, yes. I'm not gonna have enough. Okay, great. So it's kind of a messed oh, up man. love triangle. You're wearing headphones. headphones. Parts, but... Could you not walk away? I'm not going to. Nope. Susanna is sibling. Sorry. I am. Are you siblinging? Uh, you could say that, although it's more like internet-ing. Um, uh. Give me a moment. Why is this called everything my foot? Um, because that is the exclamation William uses. Um, in a whole new location now. Very interesting. Um, that is the explan- that's what William says when Daisy um, says, you really know everything, don't you? And he goes, everything my foot. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Shall we move on? Okay. Um, give me a moment, okay? Just give me, give me a moment before moving on. Okay. Can I just announce the new thing? Uh, hold on. So, when there's, like, MRS, which is like, this is, right? I can't help but go, Morris, 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 Morris. Yeah, please. Am I in focus now? Hold on. Yeah. Great. I mean, it's not the most like defined, but it's fine. Yeah, like, neither. When you move, it doesn't lag. So I think that's really what matters. Yeah. Yeah, mine lags. Yeah, um, my computer camera is just kind of shitty, so. Yeah, so is mine. Yours okay. lags, great. Shall we continue? Um, uh, I need to choose and Mr. Cat. Okay. No, 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 one moment, one moment. Uh, okay. I need my tabs to be open. What did you do to sub for what for? To what? Um. not do anything. Okay, great. All right, we've got our... Okay. So we're on to Mrs. Hughes and Mr. Hatworthy. Oh, yes. So Susanna's notes is... I don't have your notes yet, so I have no idea what this will be. I did not write a, I didn't write a, um, I did not write a subtitle for that. That was just my base subtitle from what I copied. Um, So, so this is, so this is, um, throughout my notes, I repeatedly referred to him as Mr. Hatworthy due to, um, Mrs. Hughes' efforts to 
spruce up her hat for him. So, Mr. Uh, Hatworthy, everyone. Yes, now I remember this part. Okay, okay. I got my notes. So, it's good. Calling him Hatworthy Joe. So, Hatworthy Joe mm. is a dude that Mrs. Hughes likes, but turns down. Uh, well, it was the dude that she liked. The dude that she liked. Big difference, Hazel. She liked Mr. Hatworthy Joe. <sighs> nah, we're gonna drop the Mr. It's just gonna be Hatworthy Joe. <laughs> she liked him when she was young. Um, she doesn't really anymore. Um, okay. This is the Hatworthy man. Oh, oh yeah, the first scene between them when they're at a restaurant, it's filmed. The first shot is filmed through a beer bottle. So oh. you're looking. The camera is behind a row of a, a, a row of beer bottles, and you can see like the logo and then them behind it. Right. It's really interesting. It's cool. Um, I might have a screenshot for you of this. Huh. Hold on. Um. Okay. Howardy Joe has a top hat, um, smiley face. I have smiley faces with hats. It's my thing with Audrey. One time we were supposed to be doing homework on a project together. Um, and there may or may not have been a smiley face with hat off. Not hat off, but like, you know what I mean. Basically, we were supposed to be writing something and it was online. So we didn't see each other, but we were just making smiley faces with hats. Oh, smiley faces with hats? Yeah. Howardy Joe has a smiley face with a hat next to it. Because, you know, it's going to happen. Okay, so let's read my notes on Howardy Joe. So I said, so they're playing that game with the, you throw the thing around the toy to get it. Um, So, and then he goes, come on, let's play. And she's like, no. And he's like, come on, it's been, and then, quote, it's been a while since I had a girl to show off for. Oh my gosh! <laughs> okay. Um, it's- oh, it was so homework right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> well, he's like, it's been a while since I had a girl to show off for. It's just, sorry. But- yep. <sighs> and then he gives her the doll to remind her of him. And then he's like, and then they do the arm linky thing. And then he asks her to marry him. And I was just like, wait, 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 wait. Hold up. What? What? That, that's what happens. You know, he, he proposed to her like three, like seven years before. Yes, I know. We find this later. But I didn't know that at the time. And I was like, okay. Wow, cute date. Oh, my God. And then he's like, will you marry me? And I'm just like, What? Like, uh, oh, okay. Here, um, I'm about to send you this, okay? And, oh, and then she walks past a little fire in a can or whatever, and she looks down at it, and then she's like fingering stuff like her gloves and the doll, and then she walks on. And for a very scared moment, I thought. She just got my screenshot. Do you see? Uh, yeah, 
That's through a. I thought that was through like a window. No, it's a bottle. Oh, that's see cool. the logo. Yeah. So finish your note because I have something to say about this. Oh, I thought for a very scary moment that she was going to throw the doll into the fire and be like, "Off with her head" or whatever. Um, so this um this note was a big deal for me because I've watched this episode about five times now, just over the course of my thing, and. Every time I watch that, I'm like, oh, my God. I wish she'd just throw that doll into the fire. That would be so badass. Every time I watch that. And it just, it felt, it was so crazy that you had the exact same thought. So, because I don't really like Mr. Howworthy. Are you taking another photo of me, Hazel? No. So you're just texting. I'm texting you. Oh, okay, fine. Okay. Um, okay. Bye, so the next thing is called Pants, Pants, Pants. The new chauffeur, Sybil, is seriously doing some stuff. Yes. Um, okay. So I'm supposed to fail <laughs> while Hazel has personal issues. Um, uh, Let's see. So I'm sitting on my living room floor. Or actually, it's the space between the playroom and the hallway. Over there is a cooler. Um, my sister is watching MasterChef Junior. And some guy. Oh, no. It's my dad. He's definitely not going to be here. He's, I'm filling for time. That's um, why I came to And now Gordon Ramsay is hugging some children on t- television. Which is strange, but Gordon Ramsay. So, you know, I went to Gordon, one of Gordon Ramsay's restaurants once um, with my sister. Really? <laughs> yes, Rose, really. My oh. sister is now talking to me from across the room. I don't know if the mic is picking up on it. Um, she's on the couch watching MasterChef Junior. Um, anyways. Do you remember that restaurant? I remember that restaurant, yeah. I don't remember what I ate. I remember it had, like, blue walls. Um, it was the first time we went to London, it was, it was, I think I oh, ate some good stuff. All I remember is that I got fries and they called them chips. Um, <laughs> which is most of what I remember from that trip to England. I mean, that, we walked along the canals. Uh, we, no, we ate, um, they start with an S. Um, here they're like really chalky, but there they're like M&M's. What they're called? Smarties, yes, Smarties. That was fun. Rose was in a stroller the whole time, and I had to walk. I was because I was so tired. Um, are you gonna watch more MasterChef Junior? Now Christina Tozzi is hugging some kids. I love Christina Tozzi. I've read all her books. Three. <laughs> um, this is a very strange film of time. Is this old MasterChef Junior or like new no, MasterChef Junior? The last um, season. The last season. Not forever. And it's the semi-final. Yeah. Sorry, we were talking about MasterChef Junior. Hi, Hazel. Okay. Hello. Sorry, I had to get my dinner because I'm starving. Uh, my dinner isn't ready yet. I'm just gonna eat it. 
Cool. It's a bagel. That's a great dinner. Okay. What are we talking about? No, it's a bagel. Uh, I was talking about Master Chef Junior, but now we can talk about the next segment, which is. Hold on, let me find my outline. The segment is. Pants, pants, oh, pants. No, I want to announce it. Okay, how do you feel about Branson Hazel? Branson's new chauffeur. How do you feel about him? The new chauffeur? Wow. The new chauffeur, yes. He's very political. He seems pretty cool. He's a socialist. I'm a socialist. I think we'd really get along. Yeah, I really think you two would be like best friends. Um, I know, right? Except he's kind of grumpy sometimes. But like, jolly Branson would be my friend. You're kind of grumpy sometimes. You two would get along fine. I think we'd be good friends. He's one of my favorite characters. Yeah, I feel like you two could be grumpy together and be like, uh, today was the worst day. Hazel was so annoying today. She was like super bouncy no, and uh, happy and she was like day. smiling. Dumb stuff. That would be what we said. Uh, it would be someone to talk about politics with. Well, um, you always have me. I'm not going to give you an equal conversation, but I'll just sit there and listen to you. True. Yeah. That's basically why we're doing this podcast. That's exactly why we're doing Yep. Um, anyway, there's Branson. He's pretty cool. He makes friends with Sybil. Um, and he's like, well, like, hell yeah, I do. And then he's like, here are some pamphlets. Because that's not a weird thing to give your to give a stranger. Although I guess that is one of the like, top things you'd give a stranger. Pamphlets. Mm-hmm. Anyways, she reads the pamphlet. She's like, cool. We don't see her reading the pamphlets. Um, this is so quiet, Harry Potter. So, so quiet. Oh, sorry. I- Maybe don't... My sister was watching Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2 right now Woo! for the first time. Harry Potter! Yes, Rose! I approve! Okay, <laughs> Um, yeah, it's the end, too. They've already killed Voldemort. They've already killed Voldemort? Oh, no! We just that totally so spoiled so Harry Potter for everyone. We're so sorry. I mean, everybody else is They don't know how he'll be able to die. Bum, bum, bum. What are the hollows, you may ask? Hollows. What? Uh, no, okay, we're sticking the topic. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, you have said too much. Thank you. Okay. So the whole time Sybil's like, I need a new dress. I'm getting a new dress. New dresses. But it turns out they are pants. And nope, they're dressed with pants on the end. It's really weird. It's like a dress all the way down into the pantaloons. Yes, they're pantaloons. Really you definitely fun. could not like walk in them or anything. No. Um. Anyways, um, their pants. Branson is really fun because it's a perfectly. Um. So Branson's in the window, which is like a normal place for a chauffeur to hang out, creeping on the family. Fine, well, whatever. Probably, she probably just told him to look in at that time. Um, and then it's like, and um, 
And Sybil's wearing pants. Branson approves. Um, yeah. He gives her like a very All right, should we move on to do you have other stuff? Okay. The next segment is called It's like And now he's looking adoringly at Mom. Wait, hold on. I can't run my time. And now he's looking normal voice, Hazel. Okay, and now he's looking adoringly at Mary again. Mary, Mari. I don't know. So this is is a direct note I made during the first time I watched this for my newsletter. It's all caps, by the way. It just, and now he's looking adoringly at Mary again. Um, And it's in reference to when he's, um, you know, sort of snooping around the house, trying to avoid Violet, but get to Robert. Right. He stares at Mary's back with the weirdest look in his oh, eyes. Oh, right, yeah. And it zooms oh. off her back and he's like, hmm, hmm, hmm. Ooh, it's, it's really, um, really I think the subtitle for this um, section was Matthew's prolonged stare at Mary's back, Mary flirting back, and then something else. Oh my god, that I have to talk about my stuff. I don't have the clips ready. Shoot, okay. We'll edit the clips in the Um, but I have so much to tell you about. Oh my god. That awkward moment so, when you realize. So, scene between Mary and Matthew. Where okay, continue. I was gonna say something funny. Rose, you have to go, okay? I'm doing something. That awkward moment when you realize men only say ladies first. Hazel, can you hear me? Yes. Hazel, can you hear me? Hazel, can you hear me? Yeah. So could you please stop interrupting me while I'm trying to talk? Yeah, I'm talking. You're talking. Okay. Okay. Thanks. It's really hard. So. I didn't catch that. That was like all fuzzy and weird. So. No, I actually didn't. Yeah. Um, Is my screen Hazel? going weird right now? Is my screen going weird right now? Um, vaguely, you're, you're, you're just as pixelated as you always are. My head's down here right now. Uh, not for me. Nope. Okay, it's like, it cuts off here and it's like, it's giving me a migraine. Okay. I'm going to switch to my other, okay. Um, um. Anyways, okay, no. so I don't know, but I want to talk. Okay, you can't interrupt me here because this is my speech. I want to talk about the Downton Abbey score. The Downton Abbey score is some of the most beautiful music you will ever hear. Not just the theme song, but every single piece of music on this show. And often, storylines and characters have their own themes. Um, Anna and Bates have a theme called Damage. I don't really like it, um, but it's fine. But more importantly, Matthew and Mary have a theme called Such Good Luck. And it's named after a scene in the first episode of the second season. But this is the first time we hear it. This song, Such Good Luck, is the most beautiful music you will ever hear in your life. I am not kidding. It is so beautiful. It is nostalgia 
and melancholy and sadness and happiness. It's one of those themes that can work in, that can work at a funeral and a wedding. It's one of those themes. And it's just so beautiful. So this is the first time we hear it. Officially, throughout the entire first season, um, the theme is called an ideal marriage, but that also serves as the introduction to such good luck. And I sort of looked, I sort of put them together as such good luck. I'm going to talk about such good luck a lot on this podcast. I kind of started this podcast just so I could put in clips of such good luck. Good night, cousin Matthew. Good night. Because it is incredible. Um, I, I put in the clips later, so you have to listen to this episode so you can hear it. But it's just the most beautiful. Anyways, Mary and Matthew, prolonged hand contact, prolonged eye contact. Need we say more? Nope. On to the next. The next is... Miscellanea. Miscellanea. Okay, I have several notes that I, like my original notes that, that I'd like to say for miscellanea. All right? All right. Okay, so first is Carson would rather die to, than run a tea shop. Um, it's impossible to enter a room indiscreetly in Downton. Cora says Pamuk like Pamuk. Um, oh, what? well, it's great. Yeah. Nice lace on Cora's shoulders. Um, Mrs. Hughes endorses Nike when she says, just do it, Miss O'Brien. Just do it. Just do it. Um, then also Carson and the Wine Book. Um, hi, Mom. And Dynasty, which I already noted. So, yeah. Any miscellaneous for you? Um, should we move on to... What? Oh, you know when Mr. Bates threatens um, uh, Thomas... Yeah, Thomas is like twenty by this time, by the way. Really? Yeah. If he's a footman, he would have come as a hall boy at fifteen, and then like second footman by like eighteen, and now he's like twenty. Okay. Um. Anything else? Um. I have a line. Yes. We Daisy. Goes, Thomas is wonderful, isn't he? He's smart and funny and kind. And I put in and gay. Also, not <laughs> interested in you because he's gay. So, yep. <laughs> Definitely. Um, I also have another line where Sybil goes, Oh, my corset's too tight. Anna, wouldn't you be a dear and loosen it for me? And then Ethel, like, makes fun of her for a corset not fitting. Okay. Hazel, do you realize what the problem with your sentence just was? Probably not. You called Edith Ethel. Um, That is a bookable crime. I'm sorry. They're very close, the name, the two names. 
There is an Ethel character at one point in Downton Abbey, Hazel. Oh, yeah, well, I don't know that. God. Well, you should. I'm sorry, okay? And at one point, Edith talks to Ethel. It's like three words, but it's there. Um, Edith talks to Ethel. Oh, Edith, Edith eats Ethel. Say Edith eats Ethel three times. Or, no, ten times fast. Edith eats Ethel. Wow, this is really hard. Edith eats Edith eats Ethel. Edith, I can't do it. You guys try. Edith eats Ethel. 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 You can't say anything sometimes fast. Talking fast is hard. Say, my name is Hazel. My name is Hazel. My name is Hazel. My name is Hazel. You're right. Fine. Some things are tongue twisters. God. Like, Anyways, legs? Swans legs, anyone? Swans feet. Sorry. Legs. Swans legs. Swans legs, Hazel. <laughs> I'm having deja vu. So, um, how strange. Okay. Um, swans legs for this time. Is that we're recording? Remotely. Remotely. Um, Remotely, remote, fun. Yay. Um, Because we get to be in a livable climate. Um, Well, I wasn't going to drive to Northampton, drive back to Amherst, and then drive to uh, Florence. I know, that would be really devastating for me. You would, like, come here at 4.30, or come here, get here at, like, 4.45, and then drive back at like six forty-five, and then drive right back to be at Audrey's by seven. We're all hanging out right after we record this, by the way. So yeah, I know. So I'm eating dinner now. Um, me, Hazel, and three of our friends who are very cool. And for me, my only three, fr- my only three other friends. So that's Speaking fun. Of saying names, let's give some shout-outs. Oh yeah, shout-outs. Okay, let's talk about folklore, Hazel. Folklore. 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 We would like to shout out Taylor Swift's new, new album. Podcast. I mean, album. It is the best album ever made. We love it. Again, we are not sponsored by her. We just love her. I mean, if I Taylor Swift wants to sponsor us, she can sponsor us for free. I don't want to call her Tay Tay right now. I'm not going to sponsor us. Um, but. No, Taylor Swift's album is shout out. She's incredible. now almost as cool ranking as Maggie Smith. So it is incredible. Um, Maggie Smith is just like she's in Harry Potter, so she's just like a little bit higher. <laughs> sorry, Tay Tay. Uh, sorry, sorry, Tay Tay. Folk album, and I'm getting like really into like indie folk soft pop. Yeah, so I really like Maggie Rogers. Um, and also just these other ep- these other artists like Muna. MXM tune, stuff like that. Um, all my favorite artists start with M. Isn't that fun? Um, no, Taylor's new album is incredible. Hazel, what are some of your favorite songs off of this album? I really like Cardigan. I really like Cardigan. I really like. Oh, can I talk about the Teenage Love Triangle, please? Yes, fine. Forever. Um, so the Teenage Love Triangle is Cardigan, which is the second song. August, which is the something song. And Betty, which is the third to last, which is the 13th song. Um, 
Oh, may so, I just shout out your um, outro from last time? Well, anyways, I the wanna... Teenage Love Triangle is a collection of three songs. Um, Cardigan, Office, and Betty. And they all tell the same story. Um, obviously off of Taylor Swift's album, Folklore. They're, they're different um, points of view of the same story. Lots has been said about all of them. You can look them up if you want. Something else to look up is William Bowery. Um, I think it's Taylor Swift herself. Honestly, that's why I think William Bowery. That's great, Hazel. I don't know how I got there, but there's glitter glue on my wall. Yep. Okay, continue. Continue. Okay, continue. Um, no, that's Wait, a quick interruption. What? Hazel's hair clip found it in the grass. Oh, yeah, Hazel, this is your oh, hair clip. Oh, I forgot it again. <laughs> you can bring it I'll to bring the it tonight. Okay. Oh, I I'm going to drag well, you around while I pack my purse. Is your- I have to get a charger for this. Conti- was that it? Well, here it's pushed um, to 745. Yeah, and it's six thirty now, so Whoa. Okay. Seven forty five. It's six thirty six. Yeah, and it's at seven forty five. Yeah. It's in over an hour. Seven thirty five? That's such a random number. Seven forty five, yeah. Seven forty five. Can't it just be like 7.30? It's 7. It's 7.45. Rain. 7.45. Okay. We're still going to pack my purse in case you're wondering. Great. Okay. I can't find my phone case, which might be an issue, but like it's okay. Um, do you want to make your predictions now? Oh, right. Okay, predictions. Um, I think Anna is and Mr. Bates are gonna become a thing. I definitely think that that's gonna. Be a thing. I think Evelyn Napier might come back in the future and rustle some feathers. I think Matthew Crawley and Mary are probably going to have something that happens. It's white. Whoa. What happened? It's a map. It's a bug. Yeah, I I turned off my camera. Can't see my reactions to the, to your um. Oh, are you? I turned off my camera. To my reactions. Oh. Well, I don't want to spoil anything. So make your prediction. Okay. Make your prediction. I think. Off. I think uh, the same. Uh, sorry. I want to see how far I can go. Um, I think the thing that. Ugh. Right, Susanna. Okay, um, I think probably there's going to be, oh, right, Evelyn Napier. I think Evelyn Napier is going to come back, rustle some feathers, 
promptly leave again. I definitely think he might seduce Mary too at some point. Um, I think Matthew and Mary are going to be a thing. I think Mary, um, Mary and Anna might, might make a companionship. I don't know. I don't really think the thing with Anna and Sybil, or not Anna and Sybil, um, Gwen and Sybil might continue. Um, let's see what else. Well, no, not might continue. It will continue, and I think some more stuff will happen with that. I'm trying to be vague so that I'm not completely wrong. <laughs> Um, there might be a fight between, I mean, I feel like there's going to be more fights about Matthew, um, with not, what's her name? Hold on. The one that I called, it's an E name. What's your name? Oh. What? Wait, what is it? E Edith. Okay, I think there's going to be probably another fight between Edith and Mary over Matthew, because Matthew is obviously going to take Mary. Like, no offense to the actress who plays Edith, but, like, first of all, Mary is, like, so obviously the main character, and yeah, okay. Um, but that's gonna happen. There's going to be a fight over him, and it's it might not be, like, a fight that they know is about him, but it's definitely going to be a fight over like, ah, I'm going to take him to the movies. No, I'm going to come with you two to the movies so you two won't kiss. Like, you know, sisterly stuff like that. Um, let's see what else. Um, I think uh, Mary's insecurity about her parents loving Matthew might I don't know, keep her from liking Matthew for a while, but I definitely think that their relationship is going to pick up. And I think that that is the end of my very long monologue. It wasn't that long, but it was pretty long for me. I'm back. Um, yeah, great predictions, Hazel. Um, should we do an outro or should we do something else? Do we have anything else? We do not. Outro. Yeah. Ready for an outro? Yes. Thank you guys Ready so for much outro? for listening. Great. Love you. So, Follow us. We will have the next two episodes. Episodes five and six are great. Guys, they are amazing. Just want to say that. Love these two episodes. My favorite two episodes in the series. And with Goodbye. that, we will leave you. Goodbye. Goodbye! Hazel, say goodbye. Bye. Bye.